Good evening, everyone. It's that time of year, this special Halloween. Ooh. And it's time for all the scary stories, spooky stuff coming at you live. <laughs> it's time for me to tell you all of the times that I, myself, have come into the grasp of death and how I avoided it. <laughs> so tonight, that's what we're going to be discussing. I'm going to be giving you a bunch of stories on the experience of I had avoiding death and uh, itself, <laughs> because uh, I have quite a bit, surprisingly. Um, but I'm not by myself tonight. Tonight, I also have, oops, wrong button again and again. I'm really mocking this up. I want to welcome to the show my wife, Kelsey. Say, oh. Uh, let me turn your mic on. Fail. <laughs> yeah. Hello. And our baby Anna is with us as well, as you can see her. Uh, she was moving around a little bit earlier, but not right now. <laughs> so let's get right into the show, folks. Uh, my name's Chris, and this, well, this is just another Nick Beards podcast. <laughs> Welcome to Halloween. <laughs> anyway, um, so again, I'm uh, I'm a bit of a clum clumsy pers person, uh, a bit of a klutz. Uh, I have accidents all the time, uh, and I have managed to escape the grim grasp of death itself uh, multiple occasions. Uh, do you have anything you'd like to say about that, Kelsey? I'm extremely excited to hear your stories because we've never talked about this before. No, no we have not. Um, now, you said yourself you didn't have that many, or you have one particular story you want to mention, um, but you don't really have that, even though you're about as clumsy as I am. I think I'm uh, more clumsy than you. Yeah. Yeah, I would, I would say that too. I would say you're more <laughs> clumsy than I am. <laughs> um, but ever since I was a little baby, ever since I was a child, I've always been in danger of dying. And speaking of babies, uh, here we have another, <laughs> Anna's getting a little fussy, but that's okay. Um, for those of you that haven't seen earlier, my wife and I did have a baby recently, and that was Anna. Um, and uh, so anyway, again, going back to me, uh, <laughs> baby stuff, uh, I've managed to escape death most of my life, surprisingly. I've, I've come into multiple run-ins with, uh, with the, the Grim Reaper, <laughs> more or less, uh, ever since even I was a baby again. Uh, and the earliest recollection, I have a story. You probably remember, I've mentioned this story before, but... Uh, when I was a baby, I actually cracked my head open. Um, I cracked my head open because uh, I fell off a dresser. And <laughs> so my dad was taking a nap, and uh, my brother and I, I guess we were you know, we were still babies. So we were you know, doing what, I don't know what we were doing. Uh, somehow I managed to climb up a dresser, uh, and then I proceeded to fall off and break my head open. <laughs> and when I came to, when I came to, I guess, or I don't know what happened, but... Uh, my dad came and found us, and he saw. He thought my brother had spilled ketchup on me and put ketchup on my head. So he he thought that you know there wasn't anything wrong. He just assumed that uh, it was just a mess. But then he noticed that it was oh that's not ketchup, it was blood. <laughs> so he rushed me to the hospital, and I ended up had you know had to get stitches in my head. 
So every time it's always like kind of a joke with my family. I go, oh, what's wrong with you, Chris? And I go, oh, it's because, uh, <laughs> or, you know, uh, you know, I had my head cracked open when I was a kid. And then people will go, oh, yeah, no, I see it makes sense. You know, that's kind of the joke uh, that everybody makes because of the weird stuff that I do or weird things that I enjoy uh, as far as what entertainment and media goes. Uh, <laughs> what do you what do you think? I'm, I'm Were you even here. listening? I was trying to c calm her down, and yes, I was, Mr. Uh, ketchup Head. And uh, ketchup Head, okay, that's a new one, ketchup Head. All right, um, but yeah, uh, so I kind of have like multiple ones that I've tried to kind of remember and piece together. Um, there's m probably more that I I, I don't remember, but uh, I kind of came up with eight, and that was one of them. Uh, so I'm just gonna kind of go over these in uh, order, and. Uh, you know, you feel free to step in whenever you want. So there, obviously there was the first one when I was a baby. Um, but wasn't, I think I remember hearing that story from your dad, not from you. Yeah, yeah, my dad brings it up a lot. He felt bad about it, though. He felt bad about it, but he laughs about it because, I mean, I'm fine, obviously. I don't know about that <laughs> to one. Fine, fine, right. Anyway, um, so a couple of these do have to deal with water, though. Um my grandma owned a pool when, you know, pretty much, uh, I guess since my mom was a child, uh, you know, they swimmed in their backyard all the time. Um, but that's not the only pool that I ever went to. I also went to the Rackplex that we had locally where I lived. And my neighbor behind us also did have a pool. Uh, it was like one of those uh, shallow, like, kiddie pools. But they, it was one of the ones that were, like, metal made out of, like, aluminum or something. It wasn't plastic. We had one of those. It was a horse trough. Horse trough? Yeah. And we swam in that every summer when we were little. Every summer? When we were like little. Did horses come by and drink out of it while you're no, swimming in it? No, that was before we moved to the country. <laughs> but um, so my neighbor uh, and everybody called the said the neighbor kid behind us. He was kind of a little off. Um, he was just really hyperactive. Uh, it, it was very obvious that he was like ADHD. Um, but it was like, you know, early nineties, that stuff wasn't really like diagnosed that much. They were just like, Oh, well, he's just a hyper child or stuff like that. Or, you know, he's, uh, he needs a little more discipline. Um, but anyway, so what they had the little pool Well, they set up their slide right next to it so that they could, uh, you know, slide into it. Uh, well, he also thought it would be fun to jump off of it. So I was in the pool, uh, and you know, he lived right behind us. So it wasn't like uh, that far of a try to just hop the fence and I was there. And he decided to, while I was in there, he decided to cannonball into the pool. Um, and he cannonballed right on top of me while I was swimming. And, uh, and you know, have you ever, you ever had somebody hit you in the chest real hard or land on you really hard? Yeah. What does it do? Takes your breath away. It takes your breath away, and I'm underwater. So what is that? What do you think? You just lose all your breath, and then so, you can't catch it. Yeah, I, I literally, it felt like I was dying. I, I felt like I was dying because I couldn't, I, I couldn't catch my breath. Like, I was underwater, and I could get all the air knocked out of you, and it kind of, like, it puts you in shock where you're just, like, you can't move for a minute there. Yeah. I thought I, like, that was, like, an instance where I was, like, scared for my life because... I never like it really for real. I never had any of that ha anything like that happen to me before. So it was just, it was it was really a system shock. <laughs> I mean, have you ever had like, have you ever had anybody land on you at the? Yeah. Have you ever gotten the wind knocked out of you underwater? No, I have not. Not that part. But I've 
had someone run into me while swimming. Like my brother or something. Like, well, he's jumped on me, but it didn't, like, knock the wind out of me. Mm. But, yeah, I've, uh, that was, uh, that was quite the incident. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I've ever actually, I think I mentioned it a couple times to my parents or, or maybe my brother, but, like, I never really, like, thought it was that big of a deal. But looking back on it now, like, yeah, that was, like, that was pretty scary. I probably could have, like, had some. Trauma? Not trauma. I could have probably, I could have seriously drowned then. Um, <laughs> I escaped death once again. Um, another thing that I used to do a lot, uh, and again, because I'm kind of going chronologically for like age-wise how everything went, uh, I used to Spider-Man climb up, up walls. You know what that is? Yes. Have you ever done that? No, I'm not strong enough. You're not strong enough? All right. Well, well I, back then, I, I was too scared, and I've also learned from other people's mistakes a lot. So I saw some kids fall, so I'm like, yep, nope, no thank you. Oh, okay. Well, um, I had, I used to do that all the time. Anytime we were, there was a doorway, I would go, oh, look what I could do. It was when, I, when my arms and legs could finally reach the edges of the doors, I would, you know, I would brace myself on them and I would, you know, kind of climb up them all the way to the top as far as I could go, which was the top because it's not that far. I mean, it's like seven feet, eight feet. I think that was more of a boy thing to do. Yeah, maybe. Or a daredevil. Um, I guess. <laughs> but Anna, you gonna do that, huh? You gonna Spider Man crawl? Uh, she might. <laughs> she takes a lot after her dad so far. Uh, maybe Very she won't true. be. Hopefully, she won't be as clumsy or or have as many run ins with the Grim Reaper that I do. Um, but uh, so because I used to really enjoy this, this is one of the things I used to love to do. I would Spider-Man crawl up the walls, uh, you know, up the doorways, not really the walls. You know, I'm not actually Spider-Man, you know. Uh, <laughs> but um, I would, uh, one, I took this, I took this thing that I did, and we in every one of the regular vacation spots we would go to was Colorado, and you know, what are there in Colorado? Lots Mount, of rocks. Mountains. There's mountains. <laughs> There's a lot of, you know, cliff sides, things like that. And one of the places we went to was the Garden of the Gods. And, and I would recommend anybody that has any idea of where, what to do while you're in Colorado. Uh, you know, nowadays, uh, everybody goes to Colorado just to go get high and, and get, and, you know, marijuana. Uh, I, I would say probably don't do that. But, <laughs> you know, uh, marijuana. <laughs> yeah, marijuana. Uh, but I wouldn't. Don't do that. Don't, don't go to Colorado for weed. You're an idiot if you do that. But. Uh, you know, there's a lot of uh, really nice things in Colorado, and in Colorado Springs, there's a place called Garden of the Gods, and the Garden of the Gods is are, are is basically these mountainsides that are, are, are rock formations that are have naturally been shaped into these figures, um, and you know they're exact, they're not exact replications of certain things. They're kind of shaping like that, and people make their assumptions, just like constellations. Um, so you know, you have a, a in the park, they have a little pamphlet of what each one is, what it represents. Uh, a lot of these were, uh, I believe, named by Native Americans. Um, not, I don't know if it was. Uh, it might have been some of the pioneers as well. Um, but again, it's been I, the last. Well, I went there when I was like eleven or or ten, so it's been like a really long time since. Hmm? So I really want to go. Yeah, I know. I, I, it's it's a really nice place. But um, one of the uh, um things that uh, was there was a, a, a cliffside much like a doorway <laughs> and it, I, my arm span was able to fit in that in that space 
So, and this was a cliffside, like a legit cliffside. This was probably about 35 feet in the air. Uh, and I, I took it upon myself to Spider-Man climb up this cliffside. So now I made it all the way up. Uh, and what did I, what did I, what do you think happened when I got to the top? You got scared and got I stuck. I got scared and I got stuck. Um, no equipment, you know, there's no, no safety harness that I'm wearing or anything like that. There's nothing there. Uh, so it's just me by myself and, you know, my parents down below. Um, and, you know, I'm surprised they let me go ahead and do this. Uh, you know, looking back on it, I'm surprised they let me do it. Or maybe they didn't. They probably I, didn't. You probably started when their backs were turned. And then they noticed when you're, like, all the way up there, like, God damn it, Chris. Where are uh, you going? I don't know. But um, anyway, so I had to um, climb myself all the way back down. Now, to be fair, like, looking back in my head, I believe it was, like, 35, 40 feet. It probably wasn't that high. But uh, because, you know, when you're a little kid, you see things, everything looks bigger. You know, you have to see things in a different perspective. So it might have been closer to 20 feet. Uh, so, but that's still a lot. You know, that's still a lot. And, and looking down, you end up, it's kind of why sometimes I get scared of heights. Um, it's just because like, like that disorienting look when you look down. That's why I tell people that are scared of heights don't look down. Uh, it's just that like disorienting thing that, uh, you know, freaks you out in your head because you have no idea what you're looking at uh so i ended up having to slowly climb my way back down and uh, that was the last time i ever spider-man crawl <laughs> climbed anything so that, but that was that like that was if i if i had slipped or anything like that i would have seriously uh like i probably could have broke my neck or something like, i couldn't imagine like you crawling down i thought you would have had to jump or something and so on caught you or no something. i i had to climb my way back down and, and normally think about it like this normally when i did it on a doorway i would just let myself drop back down you never crawled down i never i never climbed back down so that was that was legit scary for me i had no idea what what to do um, but i ended up making my way back down and then i never i you know i never did that again <laughs> you were no longer spider-man huh no i was not spider-man anymore um so that same trip. Now, this one's not really particularly my story. Uh, this is my brother's um, that I kind of want to tell just because it, it, it seems to kind of run in my family sometimes that we end up uh, getting really close to hurting ourselves very badly. Um, that, now, again, we go to Colorado all the time. What's another thing that you typically, a lot of people typically Ski. do? Well, not in the winter. Okay, in the summer. I don't know what's in Colorado. You, so. uh, mountain biking. Okay. So we would mount, we mountain biked all the way down. Um, it wasn't, uh, it was somewhere in Breckenridge, uh, but I can't remember what mountain it was in particular. But we went to the top and then we biked our way down because we biked up. Um, we biked up and then we had to bike our way back down. And on the way back down, it, it's it, going up is pretty easy. Because you get to go at your own pace. On the way down, you kind of don't really have that much control of where you go. There's obviously How steep was it? It's a mountain. Well, some mountains are not. It as doesn't like, matter. It doesn't matter how steep it is. If you're going, once you go down, you're going down. Okay. Um. It was. Uh. <laughs> anyway, needless to say, we were on our way down on our bikes. Um, and we were going, uh, my brother in particular was going a little too fast. And when you hit the brakes, you're on gravel, you know, so you just slide, you just slide. You don't really break. Um, and he almost slid. He, 
slid on the gravel in front of this couple that was sitting on the mountainside, and he almost slid off the mountainside, but he hurt himself pretty bad. Like, he had... Uh, I mean, he I torn his whole leg up on how bad it was. It, and it, he didn't want to go anywhere. He didn't want to ride anymore. And I don't blame him. You know, I don't blame him for not wanting to do that because that's really, uh, it hurts a lot. And, you know, I've hurt myself multiple times uh, um, on mountain bike, not mountain biking, but just in general. I've hurt myself uh, sliding in sports and stuff like that on my leg. It hurts. It really does. And, uh, I mean, he, the fact that he, he was freaking out. He, he was legitimately like, oh my God, I almost slid off the mountain. And the couple there like saw it right in front of them happen too. And they're just like. So what did he do for the rest of the trip? Did he just walk his bike down the, the mountain? No, no, or... we, he, he just rid it, uh, rode it very slowly down. Uh, we kind of like went slower. Uh, I know he did walk uh, some of it because he was just really freaked out. And I don't blame him. That's what I would have done. Um, but we ended up getting down and then um, go, going on from there. Uh, now, this one wasn't in Colorado. The next one that I have wasn't in Colorado. Um, but it's actually one that just came to my head. I didn't really even put it down on my list. Um, but there's actually a scar on my stomach. Oh, yeah. Um, I think I've told you about this one. Yes, because um, every time I asked where the scar was from, you got mad. Because you thought you told me how you got the scar, but you never told me. So you'd just be like, well, you should have learned from the last time. No, you didn't tell me what the scar was from. And you finally told me what it was from like a couple years ago. Yeah. Well, anyway. Um, <laughs> so we went to uh, we went to a lake. Um, a local lake. Uh-oh. Now she's getting mad. So we went to a local lake. Um, and we were just camping there. We had an RV. We were... Uh, camping to go kind of like um on the river uh things like that um and uh it was nighttime it was in the evening and uh i can't remember what we were doing i believe there was um just a um uh, something was going i think there was like a bar like a campfire or something they were doing or a barbecue like a big rv barbecue or something i i don't remember in particular but i was wandering around and uh i was wandering around over by the lake and there was a guy there that had an RV, um, and he also had a really mean dog there. Uh, and the dog ended up, uh, like, I didn't um, notice the dog there, but I remember I saw this table. It was like a picnic table with these red and green lights on there um, right near the lake, and I went to go sit at it. And the dog comes running at me from the RV, and he was chained up, but I guess I was within his reach. But he was, uh, he came running at me and he attacked me and he he bit my stomach open and uh uh, uh you know kind of scarred up my leg a little bit uh but uh I I mean that that was pretty bad I mean obviously that wasn't like I was probably gonna die but I could I got I got I could have got hurt really bad I was pretty lucky to only walk away with a like I don't even honestly I don't even remember like even uh. Even uh, uh, like looking back on it, I don't remember any of the pain. I don't like. I must have gone into shock because you probably did. And then I know whenever I was younger and I hurt myself, I don't really remember the pain as much. It's like a child; they just like they see the bigger picture, so they don't see as much as the pain and things. 
So that's probably what happened. But I'm honestly shocked that you still love dogs as much as you do with that happening to you. Well, as a I've child. always I've always owned dogs, and I, I mean, you a lot of people want to blame dogs for the way their attitude is, and there are certain breeds that are naturally like that. They're more aggressive. I don't blame that. Um, but I mean, a lot of that stuff, like they're very territorial. You know, they're, yeah. So they can't. Like, I can't really get mad at animals for acting the way that they normally act. Well, good thing. If it was Daisy that attacked you, protecting her territory, she probably would just peed on you. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's all she marks her territory. Yeah, that's all she does. <laughs> She's like Anna. Her defense mechanism is pooping and peeing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so true. Um, but, uh, yeah, that 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 really, like, I I remember walking towards the table and then the next thing I remember is getting put in an ambulance and going to a, a I don't even think it was a hospital. It was just like a, a, a must have been like an urgent care or something. They didn't have urgent cares back then. It wasn't a hospital. I know that. It was like it was like a medical facility in a strip mall. Um, It probably was their hospital if it was a rural area because rural areas typically don't have hospitals. Mm. So that was probably their hospital. Yeah. I, I mean, I just remember... I remember having the gauze on my uh, side for a while, and uh, that like the rest of that vacation, I like didn't really do much. I wouldn't have either. I mean, it was only like a, I don't think it was a, like a full vacation anyway. It was like maybe a like a weekend getaway. But why would you go all the way to Colorado for? It wasn't weekend? in Colorado. Oh, it okay. was it was here. It was a uh, um what is a uh, Table Rock Lake, I believe. Okay. So I believe that's that's over towards the Ozarks, isn't it? It's like down by Branson, actually. Yeah. Yeah, so I believe that's where we were at. Um, so why don't we take a break from my stories? Why don't you go ahead and tell me your little One incident, little story? Your one little incident. Okay. And maybe you can think of another while we're still going. Eh. Well, I was, I was like Groot in uh, Gardens of the Galaxy 2. When I was a child, so I kind of just, like, was not aware with anything that happened around me. But the only, like, story that really comes to mind for me is whenever I was learning how to drive, me and my mom were on our way up to see my cousins um, for, I can't remember what it was. I think um, my cousin Allie was probably in a play, and me and my mom wanted to go see it. So, while we were on our way, I still had my permit, so the... So my mom was like, okay, well, you need to get your driving time in for the highway. Let's go ahead and have you drive. So we're in another state. So first of all, it's illegal to try to practice to drive in another state. But that's besides the case. Um, so you've been breaking the law ever since. Oh, yeah. See, this I'm is why, such this, a ro- this is, this is why they say women are bad drivers is because you were breaking the law, like, before you were even legally allowed to drive. Um, Let's talk about <laughs> um, bad drivers here, sir. Who's ha- Who has the worst driver record? Hey, that's... That, uh, how I many can't, car accidents have you been in? I can't... You know, I can't... How many car I can't help how many in? car accidents I've gotten in, okay? But they've all been your fault. that the last one i no, that's not true at all because the last two that have happened to me were not my fault because i've had people back into me well that's also where you're parking so that's technically your fault too 
No, no, you can see where a parked car is. No, if it's not a, a designated parking spot. It's... If a parked car is there, when you go to your car and back out, it's, and it's still in that same spot, you know that car's there. That's eh, whatever. Besides this point. Anyway, um, so go on, go on with your story. So then um, it started to rain. And so my mom's like, okay, well, you can keep driving. Well, there's this one exit to get, or it's not really an exit. It's whenever you go from one highway to another highway, there's a curve in the road. Well, this area, you're like, you're supposed to slow down a lot just to turn. Well, I was driving, and this truck came from another lane to pass us on the curb because I knew the curb was coming because we've taken this road, I can't even count how many times, so I knew it was coming up. And when the truck was turning, he drifted into our lane and, like, almost ran us off the road. So, like, I had to figure out, like, either I need to slam on the brakes or just floor it to get past him. Because we were right in the middle of, like, their trailer hitch. So, my mom's like, floor it! Oh, my so God. It, You're, like, weaving in and underneath the truck? Like, it om- pretty much, almost. So, that's why I had, like, it was going to happen because they ended up in the lane we were in. Mind you, I was 15 when this happened. So, like, learning how to drive, this truck was obviously didn't, was being an asshole. It was just trying to, like, fly past us and then didn't realize the curb was coming. It was the scariest moment of my life. But I seriously saw my life flash before my eyes at that moment. Jesus. I don't think I've ever had my life flash in front of my eyes, but... So well, that's not true. My car accident, my car accident, I kind of had that. I've kind of had that uh, phenomenon where I totaled the car. Um, but Jesus, you're like weaving underneath traffic like some kind of action movie. <laughs> yeah, it was really scary. Or no, no, no. That was in, uh, wasn't that in uh, Christmas Vacation? Speaking of holidays, I think that was in Christmas Vacation where he dri- he's driving underneath a, a semi or something. Well, in real life, cars can't really fit underneath this, no. the trailer of a semi. But no, they can't. I mean, they can if you lower them and if it's like a... If you lower your car and the semi's jacked up, then yeah. Yeah. But the standard, it's not going to happen. No. Well, it's because the standard vehicle now is an SUV anyway, and you can't... Those things just roll over by turning. <laughs> just a quick breeze. And yeah. Gone. <laughs> um, uh, but so back to me when I was a teenager, since you, yours is kind of relevant to, or, you know, time wise, cause we're the same, we're, we're more or less the same age. Um, you know, I mentioned that my grandma had a pool in her backyard and one of the things that, uh, I regularly, not regularly happened, but you know, we would go swimming all the time. One thing, this was like a one-off experience, and, and this wasn't really like a uh, like I felt like I escaped death type of thing. Like you know, I sh- one of the one of the things that I wanted to compare this show to was uh, the is an old Discovery Channel show called "I Shouldn't Be Alive Right Now," and for some reason I couldn't find any of the 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 artwork or any of that stuff oh like God. for the show. But um, like I I really have like I, that shows like I like that show. Uh, from what I've seen, because I remember watching a couple episodes and I was like, you know, some of these are really extreme uh, experiences. Like these people are like some of them are like impaled or something like that. But where there's like the uh, the movie with um, Castaway. Uh, 
not Castaway. What's uh Philip? De, uh, not, uh Philip DeFranco. Was it Phil, uh, um where he's the cliff cliff uh where he had to uh, cut off his own yeah arm. He cut off his own the arm. forty eight or forty six hours yeah forty six hours um and uh, I mean like I see that and I was like you know I probably I felt like I've experienced stuff like that before I'm sure there's a lot of other people that have felt like that too and that's why it's kind of a show that can be relevant because a lot of people experience stuff like this um again i've experienced it a lot though and uh one of the times that i this was like more of an out-of-body experience rather than like i shouldn't i shouldn't be alive right now um but we were swimming or i was really swimming by myself uh and uh because my brother had gone inside and i wasn't ready to go inside yet and i was just swimming out there uh and one of the things that i like to do when i swim you you'll notice is uh is i'll just I'll, i'll just hold myself underwater for a while yes that's what you do all the time. You scared the crap out of me the first time we went swimming. And I'm like, oh, my God, did he, like, inhale water? And he's, is he dead? No. No, it's just one of the things that I, I, I regularly do when I swim. And uh, I, I, I don't know why or how I somehow felt like this, but it felt like I was under there for, like, 10 minutes. I don't know what happened. It was just, like, it, it was something like. Did you black out? No, I didn't. I didn't pass out. I just I felt like I was underwater for a long time. Like it was almost felt like I was breathing the water, like it, it was like not inhaling them in my lungs. It felt like I was like breathing air underwater. It was just like this weird. Were you in Sonic? Did you get an air bubble? Yeah, I got an air bubble in Sonic. <laughs> no, I just I don't know what happened. I, it was just this weird phenomena that happened to me once. And, and I'm not a supernatural person. I don't believe in any of that stuff. But I know you are, and that's kind of why I wanted to say tell you this story, um, because you enjoy that. You, yes, I do. Yes, I know you enjoy that. Um, but I, I just never, I, I never experienced anything like that again. Uh, but it was, it was, it was bizarre. It felt like I was breathing underwater for like ten minutes. It felt like, and, and it really, it, it was only probably reality was probably only like thirty seconds, maybe a minute at most. Yeah. Um, because what is the world record for holding your breath? I believe is around five minutes. I think it's longer than that because there's like magicians and stuff like that that like are locked, have the chains and handcuffs locked on them, and they have like takes them like ten minutes to get out, and they're holding their breath that whole time. Mm. So I believe that some people are able to hold their breath longer than that. Yeah. Because there's also like free divers that f- dive all the way deep down to. I don't even know how far they dive, but that's only on one breath. They don't have air tanks or anything like that. Hmm. I mean, uh, again, I don't know how I managed to do it. And maybe it was holding my breath for like a really extended period of time, but I wasn't breathing anything out. Like if, like I felt like my lungs were breathing in air and and exhaling, and there was no exhaling coming out of me. It, and you know, I wasn't breathing in the water. I, I believe this is like. Um, um, I think I, uh, what is it? Uh, I cross dimensions into another dimension. Ooh, like, spooky. yeah, like, uh, like the person that, uh, uh, was here previously died in that instance. And I took his place perhaps, you know, maybe that, got those extra 10 minutes of his air. Yeah. Yeah. I stole all of his air. Um, but no, I, I seriously felt, it felt like that. It felt like I was breathing underwater. I couldn't believe it. Um, uh, one, uh, but this might have in correlation to what I have next, which is um, uh, uh, something that I used to also happen a lot. It doesn't happen so much anymore, uh, but I used to uh, I used to pass out a lot. 
like after standing up. I had no idea. You never told me about that. It's because it happened a lot when I was younger. It doesn't happen anymore. You have like blood pressure issues? No. It, I, what it is, I actually looked it up. It, it's it's uh, something to do with uh, blood re-rushing back to your head. Oh, that's very common. I've heard. Yeah. And it's if you sit for extended periods of time or, you know, you're in... Uh, it's called like a head rush. Yeah, so I would actually have that a lot. So I I ended up uh, passing out a few times, um, in really bad situations. Like I'd gotten up, uh, to go get something uh, to eat, and I just uh, I just fell out of nowhere. I just passed out and hit my head on the uh, floor. Did your parents know about this? Yeah, my mom knew about it. It didn't happen that often. It only happened a few times. Um, I think I could, but I mean, it, the times where I've actually fallen over was about uh three or four times uh but i used to regular but like i would have that phenomenon in my head and i knew it was happening so i would like kind of sit back down for a little bit kind of use myself back up um and that would happen a lot when i was younger um and, and i know it's not a hydration issue because i drink water i drink water a lot more than what i drink drink now which is bad i need to drink more water um, you both yes and uh, I know it's not a hydration issue. I think it, it's not a, like it wasn't a blood pressure issue or anything like that because I, I my blood pressure has always been fine. I've always had a good pulse. Um, I was a lot more athletic back then too. I think it's just uh, um, um, I think it was just an issue where I would stand up. Like I, if if I stood up really fast, it would that's when it would happen. So I don't I don't know exactly what I, there was a there is actually a medical term for it but I, I forgot what it was called because I did look it up once, um, and my mom knew about it and you know she's a nurse so she yeah, would have been able not, to nothing that to worry about but I mean I've fallen down pretty hard a couple times uh, so I could and because you know obviously I cracked my head open when I was a baby I could have cracked my head open again oh boy um, you know because I could have fallen right next to our dining table and hit my head twice which would have been bad but. Um, because you know when that happens, you don't have any control over like there's Where you, you don't have fall or anything yeah, like and that. you don't have any like muscles keeping you, um, uh, you know, up or anything like that. You just you literally it's just like a stiff board. It's like a stiff board just. Fall. I've never done that before, but I've I've heard yeah of people doing it. Um, now, uh, one of the things that happened when I was. Um, you know, I mean, we mentioned this earlier. I get, I've got, I've been in a lot of car accidents ever since I was a kid. I've been in car accidents because my mom's, my mom's been in a car accident with my brother and I in there. Um, where, it, you know, she didn't cause the accident. She got rear-ended by somebody. Uh, and then she would later get, uh, got her car totaled out again. Cause she's, uh, had her car totaled out twice by somebody. Um, she had, or I've I've had an accident where I've accidentally hit somebody, uh, hit somebody's trailer hitch, and that felt like like that was like when I was uh, um, really young. That was when I was like first got my license. Um, I'd uh, taken my brother's car out and I accidentally uh, hit a trailer hitch, and uh, it, it kind of it didn't really damage the car that much. It scratched it a little bit, but it wasn't anything horrible. And I pulled into the gas station to like uh, anticipating the guy to go there too. He didn't go. He didn't give a shit. I guess so. Was it a really old truck or something? Yeah. Oh, he's probably like, fuck it. 
I don't even think he felt it, honestly, because it was just like a little tap. But, uh, um, but I mean, I, I had, I felt like I was going to die because I thought my brother was going to kill me, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's one of those things where you're like, a fa- oh shit, he's going to kill me, you know? Um, what did but, he do? Uh, well, I first lied about it. Uh, lied about no it. No way. Yeah, I lied about it, but then I later admitted it uh, about what happened. Uh, and he was not happy about that. Uh, he was very mad. Um, but, uh, there was the, uh, well, when I had, uh, the really bad one that I, uh, happened to me was, uh, on my way to, this is on my way. This is like when we first started talking again, my wife and I, um, you know, Kelsey (laughs) and I had started, uh, um, talking to each other again, uh, and started dating. I was on my way to my brother's for his birthday and, and, we had, or I had, I was, uh, it was raining. It, it was, uh, raining and it was wet out on the roads. And what happened was I'm on the highway, I'm driving in the fast lane and, and you know, p- people typically go about 10 over in the fast lane, uh, normally. And I'm driving and then there is, um, some cars slowing down in front of me. Well, and I was like, okay, they're starting to slow down. Well, I didn't realize they were actually like fully stopping. And what happened was a wheelbarrow had fallen out of somebody's truck or, or some vehicle and landed on the road. So I didn't realize they were stopping. And, you know, by the time I hit the brakes, it, it's too late because I'm the, the road's wet. So I'm just I'm hydroplaning right into the vehicle in front of me. And so I slam on the brakes as hard as I can and I can't do anything about it. Uh, and I re- end up rear-ending the guy in front of me, and I hit the guy so hard uh, that he had actually gotten knocked into the guy in front of him as well. Um, so it was a th- you know three-car accident, um, and the front end, the c- entire front end of the car is just destroyed. It is absolutely destroyed. Airbag deploys, um, and it really felt like uh, that was like that was the moment. Like I kind of felt like my flash, my life, <laughs> life was flashing before my eyes because it was just. I had to have hit this guy because at close to 55 to 60 miles an hour because there's just no way my car was going to stop. No. Like, it, there was no way it was going to stop in that situation. Um, and, and, you know, I end up getting fault for it at all because, but even though, like, there was an obvious reason for people to stop on the road, I mean, it's, I guess it's still my fault for not, not being able to stop in time. Yeah, not being able to stop in time or, you know, not keeping a safe distance is what people say. Um, I mean, I was a pretty good ways away from the guy before I hit him. Um, I would say probably about five car lengths away. Um, but, you know, I, by the time I had already hit the brake, it, it, like, again, you can't stop that fast. You're not going to stop that fast on a wet road. Uh, so I, I get the, you know, the car gets totaled out. And, I mean, I was knocked out for a little while. Uh, I was probably unconscious for about a minute or two. Um, you didn't even tell me that. Well, I mean, what am I... You should have gone to the hospital and got checked out if you're unconscious. Oh well, I mean, you get the the shock of getting the airbag deployed in your face kind of like puts you out for a little bit. But not all the time. Anytime you go unconscious, you're supposed to go to the hospital. I mean, I don't think I was unconscious, but I I must have been because I think I was sitting there for a little while. Um, but I get out of the car. I mean, there's just smoke everywhere. There's um, you know, my, I have ringing in my ears from the airbag cause the airbag goes off. It's like a gunshot. You know, you get tinnitus from that. Um, 
Uh, my knee had kind of hurt for a little bit uh, because it got put into the dash. Um, my nose hurt from the airbag from getting deployed on it. I mean, it was just it was it was uh, it, it was painful. I mean, it, it went away. It it wasn't a lasting pain, but it it you know it obviously hurt. Um, and, and you know, I first thing I do is I go, I get out of the car. I see if the other people are okay. Um, you know, I call my brother and my mom, tell them I got in an accident. Call my dad. You know, I call everybody. I tell them I was in an accident. But yeah. me. We weren't dating yet. But still. We were just. I I did call you later. No, that. we were dating then. Were we? Yeah. No, because it was on his birthday. We were dating. Oh, okay. We were started dating we were like talking. a week later. Yeah. We were talking. We weren't dating yet. But um, uh, so we uh I you know I called contacting them all. They ended up coming meet coming to meet me. My brother and my mom come to came to meet me where the accident was um, because I needed a ride home because that, that vehicle was not driving. It was leaking fluids everywhere. It was just, it was bad. Um, I still have the picture somewhere. Uh, I don't know where it's at exactly though. Uh, but she had, uh, or not she, um, uh, the person in front of me uh, had, uh, their whole back end was just, it was, Probably demolished. It wasn't demolished, but it was definitely damaged. And, you know, the the amount of damage from them getting bumped into the person wasn't really that significant. Uh, But the person in front of me did have a Cadillac. So that ended up, like, looking really bad on me. Uh, Or, you know, as far as my insurance rate went, it it was really bad. I ended up having to pay a lot for that accident. Um, And, you know, it it takes years for that stuff to come off of your uh, insurance record. Or, you know, for it to really affect your rates and stuff. It sucked. It, it was a really hard time for me because um, I believe about, like, not even a year before I had accidentally rear-ended someone. And I, or I just paid for that out of pocket because I didn't want to go through insurance. Um, and it was just some piece of shit Jeep or something like that. But, you know, they wanted to replace the bumper and it was like $1,000. Um, so I just paid her back because I was still in college at the time too. And I gave her like, I just gave her like a hundred bucks a week for like 10 weeks. Um, and then you talk about how bad of a driver I am and yeah. talk about all the yeah. car accidents you've been in. Mine wasn't even a car accident. Mine could have been a car accident. So it's just like, he always gives me crap about it. So it just makes you laugh when he's like, Oh, I'm the better driver. And I'm like, mm. I don't think so, sir. It's because I, I I don't feel sick when I drive. <laughs> well, that's because you get car motion sickness. I get I get motion sickness. So that's not yeah. anything on me. I get motion sick. I know. Yeah. So don't blame me for that. It's it's her fault. Don't don't listen to her. It's her fault. Uh, <laughs> Whatever. Um. Anyway, so even to today, I still get in the. I still have these situations happen to me. Uh. And. Uh, e- don't talk anymore about these car accidents. Our insurance might drop us. Kidding. Right. Right. No. <laughs> no. They already e- know about all of that. Right. Um. Even to this day, I still have uh, accidents like that. Like, um. There's the time where I slid. Like. Oh, yeah. On my way home, I slid on ice. Um. Uh. From work one day, it was like 4 a.m. and in the middle of winter, and there was ice on the road. And, um. Uh, you know, it, it, I'd been work. I'd been at work for uh, like 12 hours or something like it was a really long time. And then you worked your other job before you went yeah, in. Yeah, so. I'd worked, I'd worked a long time and I was just really tired. Um, so I was really tired at the wheel on my way home. 
and I, I ended up sliding on some ice into a storm drain. Now it didn't da- damage the car a little, just scratch it up, but it's still like stuff like this happens to me all the time. I'm just attracted to like, I'm just a klutz. Uh, I'm just attracted to these car accidents, these incidents all the time. Um, even to, uh, even to the point where we were on our honeymoon. I know. I almost became a widow. Yeah, and I almost, uh, sh- my wife almost became a widow while we were on our honeymoon. So we went to Mexico for our honeymoon. And we ended up going on a few excursions because that's it's what you do when you go on a, um, on a foreign trip or, you know, a location trip. You go on some excursions, things like that. Uh, and one of the in- places we went to was a uh, lagoon. Uh, and a lagoon is where fresh water and uh, salt water kind of meet. Uh, it was beautiful. Yes, it was very nice. Uh, it was basically kind of like a coral reef almost type situation. I think uh, there were some coral reefs in there, to be completely honest. Yeah, there were. There were some. Um, they were pretty deep. It was also not, like, the water wasn't exactly, like, super clear because it was a little green. Um, but that's normal in lagoons uh, because of the algae. Uh, so that that was normal. Um, but it was only in, like, certain areas. And, like, most part, it was clear you can see all the way to the bottom. And it was, like, 30 feet deep in some spots, and you can see all the way down. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, they, you know, they gave us snorkels to wear, um, and we went in the water. And they had we all had a, we had our own little guide that would take us around. Um, he had, what did we have? We had, like, boogie boards or something to, like, help us stay afloat, wasn't it? Um, I don't think it was boogie boards. I think they were, like, life preservers. Like life preservers? Okay, yeah. Like were- the, like, lifeguard ones that you would hold on to. Because everyone had to have some type of life preserver in there just in case they weren't as strong a swimmer as they thought they were. But if you weren't a strong swimmer, they wanted you to wear a life vest. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so I, I, I know that we, they gave us something and we had, you know, flippers and snorkels. Um, but, you know, we don't have oxygen tanks to like really go deep or anything like that. Uh, but the tour guide was taking us around and he showed us all these uh, uh, little hot spots for the fish and things like that. Uh, and then he brought us over to this uh, little cove. And he's like, yeah, you can swim through there. And on the other side, you can pop up on the other side and see what's on the other side. Um, and he's like, yeah, I go over there. And I was like, he was like, you want to go over there? And he's like, you got to be a pretty strong swimmer, though. And I was like, yeah, I, can, uh, I was like, I think I can make it. Um, sure. So... <laughs> So I was like, yeah, I'm going to take the challenge. I'm going to take the the Lagoon Cove challenge. And I went under, I went down, took a deep breath, went down, and uh, I made it through. We made it through pretty easily. Uh like I was I was struggling a little bit at the end, but it wasn't like I was like, okay, I need to get up now. Let's start going and I started gunning it to the end. Uh and I you know, I made it. So I was like, well, I made it there. I can make it back. So we start going back and uh, for some reason, I ended up letting all out all my air slow, uh, like because normally when you go through stuff like that, you want to uh, let your air out slowly. You don't want to exhale it all immediately um, because then your lungs are empty, and then you want to inhale, and then when you inhale water, that's bad. So that's called drowning. Yes, that's drowning. Yes. <laughs> um, so we had uh so the tour guide and i both went through um nobody else did my wife stayed behind because she didn't feel she could make it no i was going to try but you guys were coming back whenever i was going to try so i was just waiting for you guys to come back oh okay Because i actually saw you get stuck under the rocks and him push you 
on the uh, push me through. Yeah, because he pushed you through the remainder of the like the cove that you had to go through. To on the way back, yeah, yes. yeah, he grabbed me and helped pull me through. Um, so he more or less kind of saved my life. Uh, <laughs> so I could have died there. Yeah. Um, so uh, on our way back, we decided, and it was nice. It was it was it was nice to see it. It wasn't anything like outside of what all the other stuff was but it, it was nice you know the whole the whole experience is pretty nice uh so we go back through again and on the way through i exhale all my air out way like way too early so about halfway through my lungs were completely empty um and it was at this point i was like fuck i need to start gunning it so i i just start kicking as hard as i can and the guy looks back and uh, he was, I was like, I was like, ah, I'm not going to make it help me. So he ended up, uh, I think he saw that I was struggling too. So he, he grabbed me and helped pull me through. And I, I mean, it, uh, you know, she, Kelsey, what were, what were you thinking when that happened? I was like, oh my God, I'm going to become a widow. Like I was freaking out because I'm like, we just got married. We had just bought the house and all this stuff i'm like oh my god in a foreign country (laughs) in a foreign country they're gonna think i murdered him they're gonna think there's like some life insurance policy that i'm trying to cash in on but in all reality i would have gotten absolutely nothing because we didn't have anything set in place you know well it doesn't matter when you're when something like that happens it all immediately goes to the uh, widow well you don't have any policies or do you that you don't have me i have life insurance oh so i told you that guess i could have got some money then yeah you're gonna get like thirty five thousand dollars nothing that's enough to pay for the funeral um yeah but that's nothing to like i rather have you than any type of money anyways Ooh, she'd rather have me than money um uh, not but, a greedy person yeah um but that yeah like even to this day i still find myself in those situations like that you know it's it, it's crazy how almost my whole life i've had these near-death experiences uh, and I, I mean, it's, it's just fitting for, for the Halloween spirit and the Halloween season to kind of tell stories like that. You know, a lot of people tell ghost stories and scary stories. Um, but none of that stuff's a lot of, that's a lot of fictionalized stuff. And it's not really like real experiences that they've had where their life was in danger. I have um, a fictional story that was semi dangerous. Well, it wasn't fictional. This is really what happened, but. Okay, well, let's hear let's hear Kelsey's uh, fictionalized truth. Well, it's not fiction because this is what fake, happened. Let's hear her fake news. It's not, whatever. It's not fake news. <laughs> so, um, whenever we were in middle school, my family took a vacation with my cousin's family, and while we were down there, we went to Florida. And after we ate dinner, we'd always go walk the beach because why not? You know, we're in the beach. Let's get as many as much time on the beach as possible. So we were just walking along the beach, and my mom thought she saw this shark, like tied up in a buoy, like a baby shark. So we were all like freaking do, do, out. Do, 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 baby shark. Pretty much. God, I hate that song. <laughs> and so um, there was all these other people walking on the beach as well. So we were trying to get somebody to be like, that had a flashlight because this is before the days of cell phones. Mm-hmm. So we were like trying to get um, somebody to, well, it wasn't the day. It wasn't before cell phones. It was cell phones back then were bag phones. Yeah. Well, not technically bag phones. They're like, they're like Motorola's like the giant bricks. Or are you talking about the Nokia like style ones? No, it was before then. Like my mom had a little flip phone back then. Okay. And it, it wasn't like, 
it was a big thick uh it was like a brick flip phone but it wasn't like the like nokia brand okay but um anyways um then finally this runner came with the flat well at before this like oh my god i'm a horrible storyteller (laughs) it's okay um while we were waiting for um somebody with a flashlight to come my dad and my uncle tom were in the ocean like trying to free the shark they were trying to get close to it so me and my cousins are all freaking out on the beach like don't 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 get our our dads are gonna die because this shark's gonna eat their legs and whatever so we were all freaking out then finally this person with a flashlight comes up and they shine a light on it, and it was a bag stuck to the buoy. <laughs> so we were all freaking out, thinking that our dad was going to get severely injured. But it was just a little... <laughs> it was just a bag on the buoy. Yes, a bag stuck on the buoy. How not could a you shark. Not, how could you not tell the difference? It was pretty far out. No. Like, the when the waves were coming in and out, it looked like the mouth was opening and closing. <laughs> So <laughs> it's just there's jaws sitting out on the buoy. Baby jaws. Um, um, um. Just baby jaws just going at it. Baby trying to... jaws do 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 do. Yeah, you can ask my cousins about it. They'll tell you the same story. Oh man. I think I've heard enough of it. <laughs> no, it's funny. It's a funny story. I, I enjoyed it. You probably have heard it before and you just weren't paying attention because we talk about it all the time. Oh. Maybe I don't know. You, you, there's so many stories that you tell with your family around that it's just it gets a little overwhelming sometimes. But I'm sure it's the same way for you when you're around mine. I take it all in with stride. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I think that's gonna be it for the Halloween story. So uh, I hope you all enjoyed it. I uh, hope you guys have a good Halloween. Uh, I hope you get lots of candy um, because that's my favorite part of Halloween. Um, and I hope you, uh, you know, have good experiences because ha- Halloween's a time for really just enjoying the enjoying the season, enjoying the time, um, and just having fun. So I think that's really important for people to have. Um, speaking of holidays, before we close things up, uh, I do have something I want to talk about for the holidays. Ew. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, because I mentioned this earlier, uh, like I'm bad with water. Uh, I drink a lot of soda, uh, and I'm really need to cutting down on it. So I've actually been getting a little better with it. Um, but well, one of the things that I know I saw in the store is this little can right here is called uh, Coca-Cola Limited Edition Cinnamon Flavored Coca-Cola, uh, and it's the most disgusting things you have ever wanted to try. So if you want to try to quit soda, uh, grab a pack of these because they're not going to when you make you they're not going to want you to make you want to drink any more of it because it's the absolute worst things I've ever had in my life. Um, so don't buy Coca-Cola cinnamon. It's gross. Uh, so thanks again for joining us. Uh, any final thoughts or things you want to say on there? I would say if you're in our area, you want to bring your snowsuit for Halloween because it's supposed to snow tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. It is supposed to snow tomorrow. Unfortunately it is supposed to be pretty cold and snowy. Um, was in the upper thirties, uh, today. So, um, but I mean that I, I, you know, I don't really tell people what area we're in because I don't want to really put that out there, but (laughs) thanks for doing that anyway. Well, that's, um, it's happening in all across like the Midwest. Okay, now you narrowed it down even more. Thanks. Well, so, obviously we're not in Florida. <laughs> well, they might not have known that until now. But anyway, that's going to be it before we give out uh, any before we give out our exact address. 
Uh, thanks again for joining uh, me as well as thank you for joining me, Kelsey, on the show. Uh, I was very happy to have you on with me. Uh, did you enjoy it? Yes. Good. Would All you right. have me again? Probably uh, not. No. Yes. <laughs> I see how it is fine. No, I, I think I think I had fun. I had fun with you, so I think you... You think you had fun. Yeah, I think I, think I might have had fun. I'm not sure. No, I had fun, so uh, uh, we'll try to maybe plan some more of these eventually in the future, but... Um, again, thanks for joining me. Uh, make sure you guys check out the uh, video on YouTube. Uh, yeah, it's uh, just search on YouTube. Just another neckbeard. I uh, still don't have a custom URL yet, but uh, we'll get there eventually. Uh, get there eventually, hopefully. Uh, so thanks for joining me. Uh, make sure you like, uh, subscribe, all that other stupid YouTube garbage. I kind of have to plug in order to help promote the show and uh, help promote the channel. Um, hopefully, going to get some more new types of stuff I want to bring to the channel as well to kind of get bring it some more variety. So it's not just the podcast that I always do, uh, even though I do, do enjoy doing the podcast. Uh, so uh, thanks again for watching, and I will catch you guys on the next one. Bye-bye. Bye. Say bye, Anna. <laughs> <laughs> She's so cute.